0: Welcome, my name is Anna.
1: And I'm Monica.
0: And we decided to start this podcast because we wish we had a big sister growing up.
1: To help us through this crazy journey we call life.
0: So here we are hoping that we can be that for you.
1: So wherever you are in life, whether you're single, married, or anything in between,
0: let's take a break together and just hang out.
1: Follow along as we try to share why, why you were made for amor. What's up? What's popping? I'm just kidding. <laughs> Did you ever say like... This is like throwback from like high school or middle school. People would say, What's up? And then the other person would be like, The sky. Ha 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 And people still say that. <laughs> like, what
0: time is it? Time for you to get a watch. Ha 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 <laughs> I love
1: those like dad jokes though. You're
0: you're officially <laughs> you're really a mom.
1: My face like I was like eh. You know what's funny? I was facetiming my brother cuz he facetimes me from my mom's phone all the time and he was with my little cousin. So th- my brother's 10 and my little cousin's like 8 and they had one of those popsicles where like when you finish it tells you like the dad no jokes. joke. Yeah. And my cousin, my little cousin was like "Money" why don't you why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil and the call like died like there was no service when he called me (laughs) so fernando was like you should google it (laughs) so then i googled it and then i know i know i googled it and it said because it's pointless (laughs) oh And so I I called my cousin back and then he was like, so you never answered my question. Like, why shouldn't you write with a broken pencil? And I said, because it's pointless. And it was kind of like, dun, dun, dun. Wow. (laughs) You killed their vibe. I know. It was so sad. He was like, oh, how do you know that? He's like, I'm just smart like that. What can I tell you? I know. I I, know. He knew. We ended up telling, Fernando ended up telling them that that we looked it up. But
0: yes. How was your week? it was good you know it's finals week and when we upload this it's still gonna be finals week so please pray for me
1: yeah that's how my week is going <laughs> <laughs> oh everybody pray for anna Please. yes um, how was your week my week was good um, we went to my in-laws during the weekend and then um, we had a fun little thing happen last week so i can feel baby girl already oh. and we were on the couch Fernanda and i were just chilling and i had told him i had literally just told him like i haven't felt baby girl today and fernando put his hand on top of my stomach and as soon this sounds like a novela but as soon as he put his hand (laughs) baby started moving you're like ay se movio (laughs) la rosa guadalupe
0: (laughs) light it oh my gosh <laughs> no
1: no and i started crying because that was the first time he had felt her uh-huh. and it was just a super super special moment
0: oh that's
1: so cute
0: but yeah it was what day was the exact date so we remember it forever
1: i know i was gonna write it down but i, write it, down, I write to, it down. i need to i know it was on thursday so that was mm, whatever thursday whatever, was, thursday whatever thursday,
0: thursday later <laughs> yeah oh um speaking of la rosa de guadalupe that's one of the, <laughs> if you're waiting for part two of the <laughs> of last week's talk, that's going to come soon, but we're going to have a special guest, so we're waiting for that to line up. So until then, we're going to have other topics, other episodes, and then we're going to get back to that as soon as we can, because we're excited for part two.
1: Yes, especially because there's a lot to talk about. We were super happy to record that episode because... You know, it's super true, and I'm sure a lot of you guys can relate, where it's like, no somos ni de aquí ni de allá. And there's so many things that we grow up learning or thinking, and you can't just fit that into one or two episodes, you know? So, yeah, it's like your whole life. You're I, like, oh, yeah, and that, and that, yeah. and that. Y- yeah. You know what's crazy? Maybe I should save it for episode two, but <laughs> I'll just briefly mention it. So on Thursday night, I was scrolling through Facebook, and I saw the... Um, like a picture of the pulsera with the what is it mal de ojo oh the little blue ball yeah yeah and i kind of like got interested in it because i was like okay we just talked about this in the episode and i had seen in the caption catholic and it was a big caption um and i was like um let's see what this has to say yeah and this person was just going on talking about how um Hispanics are very spiritual people Uh and we she but she she didn't just specify Hispanics she says uh she said us Catholics and Hispanics yeah so she combined the culture and the faith Uh in that one caption and based on the the caption it made it sound like we Catholics believe in that Mm -hmm. which it goes back to what we were talking in the last episode that it's like no like You have
0: to like differentiate exactly and and be like, no, that's actually anti Catholic. Exactly, it's not even even like, oh, be neutral about it. It's like anti what we should be like practicing, exactly.
1: And I won't go more into detail because I can wait for part two. But it was just interesting how, on the same day that we, um, you know, uploaded the podcast, yeah, uploaded the podcast, like I run into this and I'm just like, oh more content. <laughs> Ready for part two. Did you take notes? Did you screenshot it? I actually did. I did? Yeah, I took Ooh. a screenshot. You're a real <laughs> podcaster now. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yes, today we're going to talk about faith during trials. Yes,
0: I kind of pitched this idea because i've been taking a shower well i take a shower every day girl like i up. started showering i started showering again and i said no i'm just kidding <laughs> no every time no how do i say that i when i'm in the shower you know how you think and stuff i've been thinking about this like episode i have this like vision that i have of talking about my car accident and how it has brought me to the point where i am right now with my faith so like i mentioned in the first episode it's taught me things that I wouldn't have uh figured out any other way and about me, about people, about God. And today we're going to dive into it a little deeper so that we can see kind of how something like a traumatic experience can shape your faith either for the good or for the bad, you know?
1: Yeah, so Anna, tell us a little bit more about I know you briefly mentioned it in the first episode when we were introducing ourselves. Um, you briefly introduced your car accident, but tell us more about your experience with all that. Like what aspect of it? Just from the very beginning. Actually, just take us all the way back to before your car accident and explain to us how your face looked like. Oh, before my car accident. Well, before
0: my car accident, I was very on and off. I mean... I, I, I think about God every single day, you know? But there's there was moments when I'd be like, okay, well, eh, like, whatever. I'll just do this instead, you know? Yeah. And um, it was at a point where that's not good because you already know what's good and what's bad. And you're kind of ignoring what you know is good and you're going for the bad. When right. you're oblivious to it, it's different because you're like, okay, you don't know that. Right. But when you know, it's like, girl it's on you you know yeah. like you need a you need to check yourself and um, I think it was a blessing in disguise because I thought life was eternal you know what I mean I didn't like actually think that but that's the way I was living I was living like if this is it and like oh well I messed up today but I always got tomorrow oh like I did this but ah, whatever I'll just go to confession like right. that's fine. You know, that's what confession is for, like, and I was just making mistakes that I could easily not be making if I saw life in the perspective, in the perspective that I have now.
1: Right. And I think that's something that happens to us a lot as, you know, people of faith. I think once we know um, the difference between right and wrong, it's super easy for us to get comfortable. It's super easy for us to ignore prayer, you know, and just say like push it for the next day. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super easy for us to say, oh, we're just gonna go to confession tomorrow because I'm not gonna die tonight, you know. Yeah, and even you, though we don't know that, you literally don't. Yeah, and it's it's just so easy to get comfortable, and yeah. And now that you like said that, it just
0: like triggered another thought. It's like. I was literally less than a mile away from my house. I almost made it home. Like, I was literally two lights away from my house. And I didn't make it home that night. Safe and sound, you know? And it's like, you... And I remember thinking, like, as I was crossing that green light, I was literally thinking... When I get home, I'm going to wash my face. I'm going to, you know, I was making plans literally in that second. I was making plans for the next second and I didn't get that next second. Right. You know?
1: Yeah.
0: And like at this very moment, something can crash down from the sky and we're gone. You know, like you never know.
1: Yeah. And that's another thing with um where I was going with just being comfortable with our faith. Like, it's just another thing that goes hand in hand with that is what you're saying, like planning. Like, we also get very comfortable with planning, you know, for tomorrow, for the next day. We get super comfortable with planning, like, our whole week. Mm-hmm. I'm a huge planner, so I have to literally write everything down. Putting on shoes, mumbering. <laughs> I know, going on walks, watering my plants. And, you know, I just have to write everything down. But if there's one thing that 2020 has taught me is that, It's not up to us, you know, it's like up to God. And in your case, going back to you, it's like, you know, just explain to us a little more. So you're telling us that, you you know, you were comfortable, you were almost home. And what happened? Well, I got hit by a car. (laughs) No, but it was like, like
0: that night, that same night, like I mentioned before, I had said, oh, I need to go to confession. And I was already planning. It was on a Saturday night. So I guess Sunday I was like, oh, I'm going to go to mass. And then Monday, I'll find somewhere to go to confession, blah, blah, blah. Like, it was just like, you're on autopilot. Like, oh, I messed up. Okay, well, there's always this. And God is merciful, but you have to truly, like, look at yourself and try to make a change. Right. It's not just like, oh, well, God's going to forgive me, so I'm going to go do the same exact thing. Well, he loves you, but He you can't just expect, I don't know how to say this. Like, God loves you.
1: But you but have that to put mean, your effort, too. Yeah.
0: You also have to do your part. Exactly. Because if you're not doing your part, you're not accepting God's love. Even though God still loves you, even though you're doing all this stuff, you're not
1: accepting God's love because you're not living in a way that... You're not being obedient to him. Um, It's like a two-people... It's a two-people relationship, you know? Yeah. Like, it's not just... It's the same thing as if... It's like a you-and-I friendship, you know? Like, if I'm... Like, we spoke in our Fruitful Friendships episode. Like, if one person's putting the effort, like that friendship is going to fall off because mm-hmm. it's not being a one like it's not being a mutual thing you know and yeah. if one person is going to get tired of it i'm not saying god's going to get tired of no, you because god will never, never get tired he's never of gonna you.
0: stop loving you but the thing is like it's like it's like a parent right your mom may be like all right girl don't be going out late like blah blah, blah and you keep doing it you keep doing it and sh- your mom's not gonna stop loving you you know But she is going to be disappointed and maybe be like, you're grounded, you know? Right. And grounding looks like, (laughs) like she hates you, but it's like, no, she loves you. So it's like, she's trying to do the best for you, you know?
1: So, yeah, so that, that's true. That's very true where you, um, we just got comfortable. And so you, I remember you saying, I've mentioned it before that, that night you had just thought about confession. And so you probably had no idea this Obviously, had no idea this car accident was going to happen, you know? So, that night, like, before the thought and after the thought of confession, like, did you still think about that, like, after the accident? After confession? I mean, after the accident, did I think about confession? Yeah. That's the
0: first thing I thought about. Yeah. Like, literally, when I got hit and I couldn't breathe, I was like, I'm going to die and I'm going to go to hell. <laughs> I was just like, you know, like, because I knew what I, where I was at, because I'm very... I guess, Mm self-aware, so I I think I'm just, like, hard on myself sometimes, but no, in this case, I would have, like, not been okay, but, uh, but yeah, so I, I knew that I was in a place where I chose wrong, and I knew that I chose wrong, so I knew that I wasn't in a state of grace, you know, so I was in need of confession, for sure, right, so, like, and it's no coincidence that it happened the night that I
1: thought about confession. That's insane. That's like, ugh, that's if that if there's no bigger sign of God being there for you, like I don't know what. Could yeah, be, you and know? it's
0: like that car accident could have ended my life, yeah, easily, and it didn't. And it's like, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about, like, the blessing that that it was not to die that night, right? Because that's eternity you know what i mean like that's like yeah i'm in pain now and it's like a little mini like purgatory for me but but this is like still a chance to make it to heaven you know
1: that's like so amazing like i know that you you've had a a, like pretty challenging phase after like a, a pretty challenging time but just seeing it from that perspective at the fact that you literally have another chance. Like that's, that's just su- something that's super beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, how would you describe your post accident experience? It was
0: really hard. Cause I'm the type of person that like, I just try to make light of things. And so in the beginning I was like, I remember you went to visit me and you brought me Cheetos <laughs> <laughs> and you were like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe you got in your car accident and blah, blah, blah. And like I had sent your brother pictures cause me and Miguel were supposed to meet up the next day. Uh-huh. So the reason why I told him was, ow, I just Aww. cracked.
1: <laughs> well, that's part of the post-accident yes. <laughs> life. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, I remember I sent Miguel a picture because um, we were supposed to meet up because we were catechists uh, for confirmation. So we were going to meet up to talk about the next class that we were going to have. So I told him, I was like, hey, can't make it. I got in a car accident, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then so I guess he told you and then um, you went to go see me. And then you're like, bro, oh, my God. Like, when I I show you the pictures. And then I was like, I'm fine. Like, blah, blah, whatever. I mean, I couldn't move. But everyone kept telling me that, like, when I went to the hospital, they're like, you're going to feel like you got hit by a truck. Like, blah, blah, blah. So I was, like, expecting pain, you know. So I wasn't, like, worried at all in the beginning. Even though I literally had to, like, roll my lower body out of bed and then my upper body. And then it felt like my chest was going to come out of my body and like it was bad but I thought it was normal right so for like the first
1: two three weeks I was
0: like oh yeah I'm fine like whatever I
1: remember asking you like how you were feeling and how because I remember seeing pictures and I remember you telling me the story Mm -hmm. and I was like bro like how are you You kept saying I'm fine I'm fine I was like you're not fine like I know you're not fine because the pictures don't say so and i see you and i know you're not fine yeah. but you just kept saying
0: i'm fine yeah i was gonna be fine if my body would have been fine <laughs> but <laughs> but yeah so i was just like trying to stay positive you know like that night i was cracking jokes with the freaking paramedic people my mom looked like she was gonna pass out when she saw like the whole situation so i was just trying to like get it make everyone calm you know right
1: um Typical so, Anna. Huh? I'm like, typical Anna. There's like this whole thing going on and you're I'm just, just like, worrying about fine. others. <laughs> i <I'm> just <kidding. laughs>
0: No, but uh, yeah. So then after that period of time when I wasn't feeling better, I like literally breathing wrong felt like hurt so bad. Like if I sneezed, it was like I, it just it was so painful. Every little laughing hurt. Like everything hurt and um and then it got to the point where I was like okay well this isn't normal now you know and then I was going to physical therapy and like I just felt like I wasn't getting answers so I was kind of in a place where I was feeling a little bit I was starting to get sad Mm -hmm. and then usually when I start to get sad I'm the type of person that like cleans or goes and does something goes on a drive Mm -hmm. and now I'm in a place where I'm traumatized to go drive. I can't even move to like do my makeup or to do the things that usually just dis- like I do to de-stress. Right. So then that started affecting my mental health. And um, I got pretty depressed and I just stopped trying. Like I just I would literally like sometimes I remember I, I laid in bed and I would wake up, pray, cry, go back to sleep wake up pray cry go back to sleep and i did that like just on a loop for a very long time Mm -hmm. because i just i wouldn't open the blinds like i didn't want to see light i didn't like want to do anything right but at but i always kept this like idea of like i have to pray yeah i just have to pray like that's what i have in my head and that's what i'm gonna keep doing even though sometimes the prayers felt like i was talking to literally no one like i would Be like, God, like, are you there? Because it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Am I going to get through this? Because it doesn't feel like it, you know? I'm getting emotional. (laughs) No. But yeah, so it was like, like every time I would try to put my hair up because it was in my face and it would hurt, I would get disappointed. Every time I would try to eat something and I couldn't because I was too much, like in too much pain, I would get disappointed. So it was like disappointment after disappointment without seeing a light. At, like anywhere at in sight you know yeah so it was just like a very dark time for me because I was I was just like not myself at all right what I thought myself was I wasn't that
1: and so you that couldn't it, really control it because that was something that you know you like you've never been in that position before exactly. I'm sure yeah so it was
0: like okay let's try to find the positive positive. and then I would sit there and be like what is the positive and then I'd be like, okay, but there's a point to this. And then I would sit there and be like, but what is the point, yeah. you know? And it got to the point where I was like, my mom doesn't deserve this kind of daughter. My dad doesn't deserve this kind of daughter. My friends don't deserve this kind of friend. My boyfriend at the time doesn't deserve this kind of girlfriend. And I have two options. Either I try to get better or I just end it, you know? Mm-hmm. And that literally crossed my mind, like, like that. Like I was like, I have two options. Mm -hmm. And that's when I started getting out of the hole because I was like, I really don't want to do that because then my mom will be sad, (laughs) you know? So I decided, that's when I decided to get a therapist. And that's where like therapy is important also to mental health. There's a lot of people that they're like, okay, I need an appointment with the priest. And then their issue is anxiety. And it's like, okay, find a Catholic therapist right, and Yes, go to your spiritual guidance, but also understand that there's something called mental health that really is a separate issue. Right. And there's professionals
1: with, out there that can help you with that, that. are also Catholic. Exactly. That,
0: because my my therapist was uh, he was Protestant. Uh-huh. Um, I didn't get to choose him because it was like through my. In, no, it was through my um, like lawyer or whatever. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he would sometimes say things that like, cause he was like a pastor or something. Oh, okay. Sometimes he would say things that I'm like, eh, I don't know. Yeah. But it did help me like realize things. Like one time when I was driving there, cause I had, I had, I have PTSD from like, yeah. from my car accident. Do, and do you think
1: you still, do you, sorry, I just stuttered. Do you do still it?
0: have it? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Like this weekend I literally cried cause My friend drove a little too close to a car (laughs) and I was like, I I haven't had like another day too. we were passing because this is this spot where this happened. Mm -hmm. My car accident. I see it every day because it's it's, right by 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 my house. So I have to like every time I go by it, even if I don't say it, I think about my car accident. Right. And, um, I work right in front of there too. I know. So every time I look outside, I see my car accident. Yeah. Whenever an ambulance passes by there, I see my car accident. Like it's there all the time. Reminding
1: you all yeah. the time. Yeah.
0: Like the, the song that was playing when I got into my car accident makes me cry when I hear it. Right. Like one time it came out in a show, like randomly, um, and I wasn't ready for it. And mm-hmm. I just started bawling cause I was like, uh, yeah, that's but, hard. Yeah. So, yeah, it's still a thing that affects me, and I don't want it to, but it's just, like, mental health. Again, like, your brain just has coping mechanisms. One day, I'm pretty sure my brain tried to de... What do you call it? Like, uh, disassociate, right? There you go. That's the word. And... I woke up and I didn't remember my car accident, but I was in so much pain and I was so confused because I was like, wait, why did I work out? Like what happened? I got injured like really bad. What happened when I was so confused for a good five seconds? And then I was like, oh, yeah, I'm a car accident. Yeah. So like my brain tried to forget about it, but I couldn't because of the pain. Right. It's trauma.
1: (laughs) And it's like it's so recent, too, that you can't just expect it either to just go away you know yeah you're you're probably honestly gonna live with this forever just because it's something that was so big in your life and it's shaped you and it was literally trauma yeah and so i mean you like i maybe like tell us more how you've learned to live with it Mm -hmm. um because i'm sure it's you know like you said it's always going to be there but you are living right now you are overcoming it or at least people that are outside of your shoes like, can see it my brain you know because i've (laughs) seen your growth throughout this whole process so it's like how about you explain to us how that's been and how like you have learned to live with that
0: um so basically it it's been a process like i said in the beginning it was really dark um but i i didn't want to be that kind of daughter that kind of friend that kind of girlfriend at the time that kind of employee whatever you know and so i kind of stuck to that and i was like i want to be joyful i want to be faithful i want to be um positive i want to be like i want to be a good person and i don't i don't want to let this define every second of of my life yeah i don't know i just kind of got through it but I know I wouldn't have gone through it without prayer, mm-hmm. because a lot of it I don't understand how I've gone through it, Um, and that's God, you know. Right, yeah. So it's it goes like, back
1: to God being super merciful, and yeah. like He was with you from the very beginning. He mm-hmm. was there be- even before the car accident. He go- He was there when you got into the car to go to the location you were going to. Coming back, yeah, he was through it all. It wasn't you know? even the
0: plan for me to be out exactly that at that time. Exactly. So. Yeah.
1: And how, like, I know you have said that you focused on prayer, even on the days that you couldn't really focus on prayer. Um, how has your faith been impacted from all this? How have, have you growth at all? Like, have you grown at all in faith? Like how has it impacted your faith? My faith has gotten
0: stronger in the sense that I, I know that God is here. I know that God is like loving and merciful Um, And then it also affected my faith in the way that I felt alone and I felt not heard and I felt pain like I never thought I would. So it's like a balance of like, I know God is here and I know he's listening, but I'm scared that something's going to happen, you know, Mm -hmm. and I'm human. So like, I know that I can't give in to that other side, but I do think about that. And I want to I want to say that out loud because I know that if you're going through something like this, anyone, you feel that too. And I don't want to be out here and being like, oh yeah, like it's all butterflies and rainbows every single day. There's no doubts in my mind ever because I made it through. No, there are (laughs) doubts still. There are bad days still. And I'm still going through it every single day. And, but God is like, I can't emphasize enough that even when I don't feel it, I know exactly. that God is there, you know? Yeah.
1: And seeing it from an outside perspective, like in my case for you, like it's easy for me to say that I see God working in your life, but it's like, cause again, it goes back to me seeing it from the very beginning and like God, obviously like you've said in the past, if it was one, if the car was one second later, like it would have hit you, you know, like mm-hmm. that's God. Yeah. If you would have um, not gone out that night, maybe you wouldn't, you would have just been comfortable in the faith and like not really, I feel like this accident has really forced you to like grow in your faith mm-hmm. and be more aware of the faith and see how you can get to heaven, you know, yeah. like take the, the, the steps that you need to take to grow as a person. Grow yeah. As- and that goes back to like, God
0: knows you better than exactly. you know yourself. Exactly. Cause this and is all part of his yeah, plan. Exactly. And it's like, i wouldn't have given myself this accident you know exactly if you asked me i would have been like girl no don't go out (laughs) but god knows me so well that he knows that this pain is worth my salvation you know what i mean yeah hopefully i make it but you know what i'm saying so far you know (laughs) um and and i've also said this a lot too is like you can't Um, rely solely on yourself. You always need God because you don't know how much good you're capable of until you're in that situation. And you don't know how much evil you're capable of until you're in that situation. So if you ignore God and you say, oh, I would never do this, X, Y, Z, whatever. X, (laughs) Y, Z. You... you might end up doing that thing because you're not relying on God. You're relying on your human self. Right.
1: And then just to touch on what you mentioned right now about how even on the days that you couldn't feel God, like you knew God was still there, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe it wasn't as clear as you wish it would have been, but Mm -hmm. like it goes back to how like faith, our faith shouldn't be full feeling. Like we need to know that God is there, um, in the good and the bad even when we don't feel him exactly you know because what's going to happen on those days where you know we are going through a really hard time and i don't feel like god is there mm-hmm. like are you really still going to believe god is there even though you feel like he's not there yeah so i think that's huge like, that's a huge thing that i i think i've learned where it's like it's not faith is not about feeling
0: yeah Because if it was, I wouldn't be in the faith. Exactly. Because I just went through this crazy thing for two years. I just started feeling a little more normal again. You know, I just started being able to lift my arms to where I used to. Like I just started being able to even get a new job because I couldn't even apply to jobs um, before. So it affected me financially. And then that also affects your mental health because you can't afford things or you can't help out your parents or you can't do what you want to do. Like it affects every aspect of your life. And if you don't have faith and if you don't really believe that there's a purpose to this, then it's really hard to make it through.
1: God is awesome. God is so good. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Like I've loved witnessing God's mercy and God's love towards or in your experience, you know, because it's like, it it also like me being like your friend it makes me realize like life is too short and we're not granted heaven we're not granted tomorrow we're not Mm -hmm. granted our plans so like ever since you got in your car accident for me personally like i'm i'm there you know i'm human it goes back to being human sometimes getting comfortable with like oh like i haven't um got a confession it's fine I can go tomorrow type of thing you know Mm -hmm. but there's always that thing in the back of my head that's like no like if I don't do it today like we're not granted tomorrow you know so I think just your experience has been a huge blessing for your life even though at the moment it didn't feel like a blessing Mm -hmm. but then it's also been a huge blessing for those around you
0: oh thanks (laughs) I'm just kidding and another thing I want to, like, emphasize, if anyone is going through something similar, um, any type of trial, you know, it's like, you, no one is going to be in your shoes. Like, no one's going to be in your brain, in your thoughts, in your um, position. No one's going to feel the exact pain that you're feeling. So, yes, it's going to feel lonely sometimes. But at the end of the day, like, you always have God to fall back on and he knows, he knows like every ounce of you better than you do so always fall back on god when you feel like people don't get it or people don't understand or whatever it is like god is there and god loves you and god wants to be there for you and he is there you know even
1: when it may feel like he he's not or it's hard to believe that he is
0: exactly for anybody going through anything you know you got this god has got your back and we're praying for you And we're
1: going to get through it together. Okay? Exactly. And Anna, we just want to thank you for sharing your experience. Like I know how, you know, maybe difficult this could be for you because of what you've been through. Um, So thank you for sharing that. And I hope that Anna's situation experience can help you understand that there's not just one way that someone can feel struggle or trial you know everybody's um lives are different every everybody's situations everyone's challenges and trials are different but that doesn't mean that no matter how big or how small it is like even if yours is small it doesn't mean it's not valid um we want to thank you guys for listening to our episode we want to thank you guys for listening to this podcast um, we love hearing from you guys, so keep the messages coming. We also have an email address. Um We have not
0: seen any of them. I you know, there. I'm still waiting <laughs> for <so> that.
1: <laughs> we actually put a Q&A box. I'm so <laughs> <laughs> I put a Q&A box on our stories last week and we actually got some feedback. Before we end the episode, I just want to ask you Anna, how have you loved this week?
0: This week I have loved bye so my friend juan it was his birthday this weekend or no it was monday <laughs> never mind it was on monday and um sandra you know shout out to sandra she a real one she gets all the shout outs. she does <laughs> if you don't follow her follow her at the socal catholic <laughs> let me,
1: let's get that Hold on, let me get that right real quick goes. uh
0: Yes, I was correct. It was the SoCal Catholic. (laughs) Uh, We had to stand by and check just to make sure. Um, (laughs) At
1: the SoCal Catholic
0: on Instagram. Follow her. She's the best. Um, So anyways, she was like, it's Juan's birthday. We should go get him like some, you know, gifts. And I was like, okay. So then we went to Winko. We got him a (laughs) piñata. And we got him like little mini um, like bottles of alcohols and like candy and stuff wow and we took so it much to love. house <laughs> yes and also we loved the lady at winco because she was she looked like she was in pain and she's like y'all gonna make me get that top pinata on top and i was like yeah girl that's the prettiest one i was like and then sandra's like i got it don't worry so she grabbed the stick and like and then i grabbed started the stick. started hitting it <laughs> no, no no we were trying to get it down from where it was <laughs> And well, she ended up the lady ended up having to get it herself because we are not professionals at getting pinatas down. But we loved her by making her laugh. So yeah, that was that's how I loved this week. We loved Juan and we loved the lady at Winko by making her laugh. <laughs> but yeah, how have you loved
1: this week, Monica? So this week it's actually not me the situation that I'm about to share is not something that I did, but something that I saw, I witnessed. Um, I was driving to my mom's house the other day and the truck in front of me, there's always this like homeless guy that stands in the corner, Mm -hmm. um, with a sign, you know, like asking for money. Um, and the truck in front of me loved the homeless guy by, literally giving him a water bottle. That was all he did. He gave him a water bottle and the homeless guy got so happy. Like it literally cheered. Like it made my whole day because I know that his day was made with that water bottle, you know? And I wanted to share that because like, you know, we can share situations where we've loved, but it's just the little things that happen. It like literally, it was one of those things where you like, like you, you love humanity mm-hmm. at that point yeah. because you're like, we're so capable of so many things yeah. of like changing and it can be as tiny as giving someone a water bottle. You yeah. know, that guy's life, like not life, that guy's <laughs> day. Life was made <laughs> no, by his- that one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure his, you can just tell his, day, his yeah. smile, like. His whole demeanor changed. Like, he was just, like, a whole different person from when he was sitting down in the corner Mm -hmm. with the sign, you know? And I thought that was so beautiful. And it just made me think of, like, we can literally be carrying a case of water in our cars and, like, doing that same thing, you know? So, actually, I I haven't done it, but that's one of my goals for the next week to do that, you know? Because it's, like, it, it just made you realize that something so small could mean something so big to someone yeah
0: yes, yes. that is the end of the episode Woo-hoo. for
1: today thanks for listening i'm gonna record an album i'm just kidding <laughs> thank <laughs> you guys <I'm> <laughs> for listening to us we hope you tune in next
0: week yes we hope to see you here there are not that many bloopers this week so i apologize for not messing up as much as i wish i could i would have we're getting week.
1: better at this
0: podcast that's thing. messing up
1: <laughs> our blooper game i'm just kidding. i know and we whatnot? love you
0: oh, yeah we love you we love you so much and we will see you
1: next week bye, <laughs> bye. did you start i don't know if you had yeah i did countdown okay ready Three, two
0: hit by a car but because well that sounded like I got run over (laughs) i didn't get run over
1: hello and we all actually Uh, that can be uh, a blooper (laughs) (laughs) and we got um some people and we got some (laughs) (laughs) give us some notes (laughs) Ah, i'm just kidding (laughs) Um, but before we end the before we end the episode <laughs> Ahorita se me están uh, our dear friend Anna here. That's me. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> oh, but yeah. But yeah.
0: So, like, you're. You know what I'm trying to say. Right, yeah. <laughs>